Welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. I'm Dr. Shirley North, and with over a decade of clinical expertise in the areas of pelvic floor conditions, lymphatic conditions, and chronic neurological diseases, I have a wealth of medical knowledge that I want to share with you all. In this podcast, I will answer the most common questions I receive from clients, family members, and fellow clinicians. Our purpose is not only to answer questions, but to educate you so you can make the best decision for your optimal health. This podcast is perfect to listen on your way home from work, while you're on your daily walk, or just taking 15 and 20 minutes for yourself. Again, welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast and get ready for us to guide you to optimal health. Hi guys, it's Dr. Shulian North here and... In this episode, I really want to help combine uh, different ideas and considerations for those that have a common uh, difficulty with their low back pain are often not being asked about their pelvic floor. Well, guess what? In today's episode, we are going to explore this connection between low back pain and your pelvic floor. This is often something that, you know, if you have low back pain, first of all, you have to figure out where is that coming from? You know, is it my muscles? Is it my joints? Is it, you know, some kidney issues that are having that low back uh, difficulty there? So there are some factors you have to consider. But then we want to kind of plant that seed in from this from this episode that if you also have any urinary or bowel or sexual issues, they all might be connected together. Okay. So in the layman's world, it's like, wait a minute, what does my back pain have anything to do with my constipation? or with my urinary leakage, or with the pelvic pain I have with sex. Like, but I don't want to mention anything because I don't think that's connected. You don't know unless you say it. So as a pelvic floor specialist, I am often educating my fellow colleagues in the field to just ask that simple question. If someone's coming to you with low back pain, and you can be very nonchalant about it, but you can say, you know what, I'm just going to screen you real quick, just ask you a couple of quick questions uh, regarding some other areas that are close to your low back that we just want to make sure we're treating the person, you know, you're treating you holistically. And honestly, if you preface some of these questions with that, number one, you're going to have a more relaxed client. They may be a little anxious, like, oh God, what question are they going to ask? <laughs> but they're also going to appreciate that you are looking at that person in a holistic approach. And so for those clients out there, don't be alarmed if your practitioner asks some of these questions regarding your bowel function, regarding your bladder function, and regarding your sexual function when you're coming in with low back pain. Okay, just like how I mentioned earlier that we want to make sure it's not an organ issue and it's more on the muscular side, we also want to make sure we're also checking all the muscles that we need to, right? So kind of like a little recap, but I encourage you to listen to another podcast where I dive a lot deeper into these specific topics. 
but just a little quick review on the muscles involved. So within that core region, your low back muscles are, there's a very deep muscle called the multifidi um, that is in the low, is in the back. In the front, you have your transverse abdominis or a very broad band of abdominals that span side to side in the front. On the top of your core is your huge respiratory diaphragm. And on the bottom of your core are, guess what? Your pelvic floor muscles. <laughs> okay. So now just knowing that real quick review, you can now appreciate that if your low back, right? If your back muscles are in spasm or in pain, then, oh, what's connected right to the bottom part of those low back muscles is my pelvic floor muscles. So if one muscle group isn't working optimally, guess what? The ones attached right next to it are either going to try to compensate for it or they're also not going to be working optimally. Therefore, possibly giving rise to some bowel issue or some sexual discomfort or urinary problems. Oh, did everybody have a light bulb moment there? <laughs> because a lot of my clients sure as heck do. So we're looking at now our low back pain, what's causing it, but then also, hmm, are there other ridiculous symptoms that we need to also consider within our holistic treatment plan? I so dislike when I'm working with another therapist and they came in and seen me for um, um, constipation, let's say, and they also have low back pain. Well, again, if you're constipating, you might be having, you know, that bowel might be legitimately pressing up against your low back and it hurts. You know, once you're able to pass that stool, then am I alleviating that back pain? Or is it because of the back muscles are in such spasm or how they're positioned, you're not really able to position yourself comfortably on the toilet and therefore not able to defecate? Blah, 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 chicken and the egg, right? So oftentimes I am go back to my practitioners that my orthopedic specialist, they might be seeing them and say, hey, did you ever ask them about this defecation issue and they're like no 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 like i don't work on pelvic floor i'm like no but you can ask the question and therefore maybe it's just in the back of your mind you know during the assessment okay and then that way you can kind of work hand in hand a little bit and hey when they're doing this exercise make sure you know they're breathing properly or make sure you're positioning the pelvis in this way to help alleviate some tension that is on the pelvic floor that shouldn't be. So oftentimes I'm working with a lot of my other PTs out there in the field, um, you know, consider these options or make sure they're doing it this way or even other trainers, you know, let's say they're working with a client for the overall core stuff, but they're not considering all the core muscles, including the pelvic floor. So we want to look at, yep, that core, what that really means, all four muscle groups and the back is one fourth of those muscle groups. With that, we want to look at the posture. So in lumbar spine, in that low back, there should be what's called lordosis. There should be a little bit of a curvature or an arch there that is normal. We want to make sure that that curvature, maybe with age or with some other issues, 
it may have flattened out a little bit and it's more curved in the other direction, um, like curved under. Or for those of us that have maybe more weight in the front, you know, of our belly, um, or during pregnancy this happened, or for those men that, you know, really went crazy with the beer in college and now they have that good dad bod, <laughs> you know, um, or they have more what we call a lordotic curve. So you gain that normal arch, but it's even more pronounced, right? And it's more almost like a shelf <laughs> in that area. So that lumbar lardosis, is there too much of it or is there not enough of it? And how that curvature affects the position of the pelvis, which is right underneath it, if the lordosis is too much, it's too arched, that pelvis is now being thrown forward. How is the alignment of my pelvic floor muscles and my core muscles, how are they aligned with more of that extreme arch versus a lordosis that is now lacking and now it's tilted back and flattened in that back area? Are the muscles of the legs that are attached in the pelvis pulling everything down, rotating my pelvis back, and therefore causing an, an, an tension and a strain on my low back muscles? And in my low back muscles, you know, are they reacting to that or are they not strong enough to combat that? So, oh my God, I just mentioned all those ideas that as practitioners we're looking at here just off of your posture. So oftentimes I'm looking at my clients in this sitting position, in a lying down position, and in a standing position. What changes in those different positions? What muscle groups are imbalanced? Um, what alignment is there for those muscles to be activated or relaxed appropriately? So yes, when you have low back pain, we're considering the muscles, we're considering the posture, we also want to consider um, some neural symptoms, like how are the nerves um, being impacted? Is there any radiating symptoms going down the back or the front of your legs um, from, that, from that low back pain? Um, so your lumbar nerves, there's five lumbar vertebrae. There is then your sacrum, which is that kind of triangular thing right at the bottom of your spine. And so there are five nerves that come out in that sacrum and there are five nerves that come out of the vertebrae on each side. And so if your lumbar spine is not in an ideal position, there could be some pinching of nerves going on. And therefore, you know, are those nerves within the lumbar spine? Or because of how the lumbar spine is oriented, it's not pinching off some of the sacral nerves. Um, are the muscles really tight and pinching off of that sacral nerve as well and therefore giving some pelvic floor dysfunctions? Things that we consider. Um, we want to look at your hip mobility. If your hips are really tight, those muscles are attached to that pelvis alongside with those low back muscles. And the pelvic floor muscles. So if your hips aren't really mobile, um, was that because of low back or vice versa? So oftentimes I'm just looking at, you know, we're looking at posture, we're looking at mobility. 
go up the chain. So, okay, so we talked about the pelvis and the hips. Well, let's take a peek at above, right? In the thoracic spine, when your ribs attached, that curvature of your spine should be more like of a bit of a dome rather than the arch of your lumbar spine. So there is a curvature change there. And so sometimes people have really rounded shoulders that are really big, you know, arch there, um, or excuse me, and domed there. And so maybe it's your thoracic spine that is at work, isn't moving. Um, and therefore your low back is trying to compensate for that. Um, we then look further down the chain, maybe look at the footwear, right? How are your shoes? Do you have a good arch support if you need that for more flassy? You, um, you need to have a different kind of structure within your uh, shoe wear to affect up the chain, up your leg, to your pelvis, and your low back. You know, it was really amazing. I had a client that had a really old um, uh, ankle injury and surgery from a really bad car accident, and she was coming to me for pelvic floor uh, difficulties, and she had a very, very um, pronounced lumbar lordosis, that arching of the back. And we come to find out that a lot of her pelvic floor issues are coming from her posture and her low back and from the lack of support she had in her shoes that positioned her ankle in a good position that went up the chain to her pelvic floor. So it was really amazing. She had stuff going on above and below, um, but all those things give rise to pelvic floor um, consideration. We want to look at how your body mechanics are. So if you have low back pain, if you're in pain, you're not going to be moving the same way as if you didn't have pain. So what's being compensated here, right? Is it above the, above the low back? Is it below the low back? Is it at the pelvic region? So we want to look at those body mechanics. And a lot of low back pain difficulties may come from that kind of imbalance there. That, oh, I've been... Um, moving this certain way all my life, but for some reason, just one day, and just, you know, it didn't work. Well, because your body was compensating for so long, and it's just like, I'm done, <laughs> okay? Um, a lot of us are sitting a lot more. So how is your low back pain tied into your ergonomic sitting posture when you're at your desk um, or in the car um, or sitting on the sofa? So I'm looking at low back um, considerations and posture and muscle imbalances, but we want to make sure that your pelvic floor is in consideration whenever there's any low back pain because oftentimes they are connected. Oftentimes, if you work on one area, you can appreciate because of compensations that happen in the kinetic chain of your body and the alignment of these muscles um, with the bones that they're attached to, if you affect your low back posture, it can affect how your pelvic floor is functioning. And so I impart on you with this episode that don't be surprised if you are a client that has low back pain if your practitioner asks you about your urinary bowel and sexual function. And if you are a professional out there, please ask your client Real quickly, just a quick screening of are there any of these functions? 
And you know what? You may not even need to ask them, you know, face to face. You can ask that part of your medical intake. And if you see that, I'm just going to ask a quick question about those things during my assessment and say, you know, if you are the pelvic floor therapist, make sure you're considering all these things. If you're not, that you know a pelvic floor therapist to work with. Um, I love collaborating with my orthopedic specialists out there regarding um, these clients. And I am part that you have that team. And for those clients that have low back pain, just keep an eye on your pelvic function. Is there any urinary issues that started to arise when that pain was happening? Is there any bowel discomfort or difficulty when my back hurt me after I garden and twisted the wrong way? Um, or when I'm intimate with my partner, you know, my low back pain is as such that we have to change our position, but then it really hurts when penetration occurs. So please be an advocate for yourself. Low back pain and pelvic floor function absolutely tie hand in hand together. And so we want to make sure you're aware of that. Be an advocate, ask those questions, find the pelvic floor therapist in your area um, if you end up having both of these at the same time, or maybe one came on after the other. Um, but it is something that we consider and it is something that we can treat as pelvic floor therapists. And with that, on to the next, guys. Take care. Thank you all so much for listening to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. Continue to follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Shirley North. Check out my website at www.northstardpt.com or I encourage you to email me any other questions about these topics and it can be featured at a future podcast at snorth at northstardpt.com. Again, thank you all so much. And thank you for letting North Star Physical Therapy be your guiding light to your optimal health.